Sukkah, Daf, Mem, Bet. The last thing we were discussing was that on the first day of Sukkot, the person has to have his own lulab. And if he doesn't have a lulab, he can receive it as a gift on condition to return from his friend. We saw the story with the, the four rabbis on the boat. And we paid, we said that Rabban Gamliel paid a thousand zoos for his lulav. And we saw that Amemor uh, would pray the entire tefillah holding lulav and etrog. And we saw that Rabbi Lazar Sadok explained them in Hag of the people of Yerushalayim. They would carry it basically everywhere to show you how much they love the mitzvot. And with that, we are starting Mem Aleph Amud Bet. Last line, about five, six words from uh, the end of the line where it says Rabbi Yossi Omer Yom Tov. Rabbi Yossi would tell you, he, he added a din into the Mishnah, that the first day of Sukkot that happens to be on Shabbat and you walked out with that lulav to Reshut Rabim, you are partur from giving a korban because he holds that if a person mitzvah, if you made a mistake when doing a mitzvah, on something that is, as if you did on purpose, you would be hayav karet, he holds, you'd be patur from giving a korban. And that leads us to the Gemara, uh, the last two words, Amar Abaye. Now we're on Mimbet Amud Aleph. Abaye explains that Loshan, when did it was Rabbi Yossi Poter? Ela shelo yatsabo. If he wasn't Yossi the Hova yet, Aval Yatsabo. If he was already Yossi the Hova of the Mitzvah of Lulav Nitrog, at home, let's say. Then you took it out of Shul Darbim, you, you already did the mitzvah, therefore, hayav. And there, because there was no, you had no reason to take it out. So the Gemara asked the question, but wait a second, how could it be a situation where you are patur, the minute you picked it up, you said, so you should always be hayav. So Amar Abayabai explains, we're talking about where you flip the lulav upside down. And that's not the way you'd say the hova, and therefore there is a situation where you take it out to shoot Arabim and you will be patur. Now Rabba gives a different explanation. Even if you didn't flip over the lulav, you took out the lulav in a bag, and that's not the way to shake the lulav, and that's why you're united to the hova. It has to be lekihatama, complete taking. And the Ritva explains that you wouldn't be hayav on the bag because it is tafel. It is not as important as, as the lulav that's inside of it. The lulav is the hashuf thing. But the Gemara asks the question, Didn't Rava tell us that if you take the lulav using something else, it counts? So the bag should also count. So the Gemara explains, that's if you took it out with a cloth, you held the lulav using something nice. But if you put it in a bag, if you put it in a box, look, that's not the way you'd say the hova. You put it in a bowl, that's not the way to be a hova. And on the same note, where someone who did something, you made a mistake with the mitzvah and he's patur, said, now this is about olata'of and hatata'of. The way Hatata Of and Olata Of were done was basically the same idea, the Melika, but they were done on different spots. The Olata Of was done on the southeastern corner above the red line in the middle of the Mizbech. There was red line, Chuta Sikra, going around the Mizbech. Olata Of was done southeast corner above. Hatata Of, on the other hand, was done on the southwestern corner beneath the Huta Sikra, beneath the red line going around. Now the problem is when there was a lot of Korbanot going around, a lot of times there was no space. So the Kohanim just went to the southwestern corner above 
the Huta Sikra, and they did the Ulata off over there also. And that led to a whole bunch of mess-ups. Now, the mess-up can be as follows. Amarav Huna Omera Yara Biyosi, Ulata off that you're not allowed to eat, that was found between other birds that had a melika done, but they were for hatat. He, the Kohen thought it was a korban hatat, but, and it was mutar to be eaten, but it's really ola, now you ate it and you did a ma'ila, and you have to bring a korban. He says, patur, you don't have to give a korban because... The eating of the hatat ha'of is a mitzvah, and since you made a mistake doing a mitzvah, you're patur from giving a korban. So the Gemara asks, Micah Mashmalan, what are you coming to teach me, Ravuna? The ta'abid va mitzvah patur, if you made a mistake trying to do a mitzvah and you end up doing avira, you're patur from giving a korban, hainu hach, that's the same thing in our Mishnah with the lulav. So Ravuna, what are you adding? So the Gemara explains, Ma'udetema, I would have thought, hata in our Mishnah, hu de ta'abid va mitzvah patur, hainu de'abad mitzvah. When are you patur from a mitzvah? When you actually did a mitzvah. You shook a lulav and you went out to shoot a rabim, but at the end of the day you did a mitzvah. Aval over here with Allah ta'af the ta'abid var mitzvah. You made a mistake with the mitzvah. Velo avad mitzvah. You didn't do it. At the end of the day you did avera. Emalo, maybe you wouldn't be patur from a korban. Kamash mala ravuna says, at the end of the day you are patur. The Gemara asks a question. Wait a second. If a person shechted korban tamid on Shabbat, the problem is we didn't check to see if it had a blemish or not. We said he has to give that korban, he has to give a hatat, even though you were trying to do a mitzvah, you have hatat, but you have to give another tamid. And what do you see from here? If you made a mistake doing the mitzvah, you still have. So Amar there, Ravuna tells him, Barmi don't look at the Braita. The Hai Tmarala, we already said about the Braita, Amar of Shemuel Bar Hitai, Amar of Hamnuna Saba, Amar Bitzhak Barashian, Amar of Huna Amarav, Kegon Shevium Lishkashin Nan Bibukarin. They went into a chamber where you have a whole bunch of animals that were not checked before Shabbat. Remember, you have to bring the Korban from the chamber that animals were already checked. He went to the other one. So he shouldn't be going there to begin with. Therefore, it's not a tarud bidvar mitzvah. It's not that you weren't worried about doing the mitzvah right or anything like that. You were totally off, and that's why you have hatat. Now the next mishnah: mekabel tisha miyad bena umiyad baala umhazirat olamayim beshabbat. A woman accepts that lula from her son, from her husband, and she puts it back into the water. Now, even though she's holding something that's not ra'ui for her, and it's muktzer. And the Meiri has a different shita that she's putting it back into the water. It's like giving water to plants. Uh, at the end of the day, it's a mutar. We're going to go to Rashi on this one. Rabbi Uda holds you could put that love back in water on Shabbat. Biyom Tov Mosifin. On Yom Tov, you can even add water to that, uh, to that uh, vase. Uba Mo'ed Machlifin. On Holom Mo'ed, you could even switch to water. A child who knows how to shake the lulav, hayav lulav, his father has to teach him to shake the lulav. Now the Gemara asks, Pshita, I understand you're allowed to hold the lulav. The lulav is for a mitzvah, so why can't the woman touch that uh, lulav? So the Gemara explains, I would have thought, maybe a woman is not hayav 
it's a mitzvah maybe a woman is not chayav in shaking the love and therefore maybe she shouldn't touch it she couldn't hold it she couldn't take it from her son or her husband Kamash is coming to teach me that no, it's considered a keli. The lulav is considered something hashuv, and therefore a woman could also hold it. It's not muktzeh for her. Now we learned in the Mishnah, katan belulav, a child who knows how to shake the lulav. His father has to teach him how to shake the lulav. Belulav, a child who knows how to shake the lulav is hayav midrabanan hainuch. If he knows how to put on talit, hayav batzitzit, he has to put on tzitzit, lishmor, tefillin, if this child knows how to watch over tefillin, he knows how to be careful with it, then aviv lokeh lo tefillin, his father buys him tefillin. Yodea lidaber, if he knows how to speak, aviv lomdo Torah, kriyat shema's father has to teach him how to say Torah stuff, and kriyat shema, Torah mai, what's Torah? Amar Amnuna, Rav Amnuna explains, Torah, simadanu Moshe, morasha, keilat Yaakov, you gotta teach him that pasuk. What's Kriyat Shema? Pasuk Rishon, he has to know. Shema Yisrael, Hashem, 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 Echad. Every child should know that. Hayodea Dishmor Gufo. If a child knows how not to become Tameh, not to walk over here, not to touch here, not to get, not to sit on that, not to eat that. Ochlin al Gufo Tahorot. You could eat food and say it's Tahor even though he touched it. And if he's a Diskatan Dishmor at Yadav, he knows how to watch over his hands. Meaning, once you wash it last time, don't touch something that is a safek. Then ochlin aliyadav. Then itaharot. And even if you brought taharot with his hands, you're allowed to eat it. We're not worried that he made it tameh. And hayodea lishael. If we ask this child, uh, did you touch tumah or not touch tumah, and he's able to give you the right answer, if he said, I don't know. Then if it's I don't know in then then his that safek is tameh. We learned that from a sota sota. The entire thing is a safek, and we're saying if since it's in shuta yahid, it's tameh. However, if it's bershuta rabim, if he's walking down a public street, shuta rabim, and he doesn't know the answer, did you touch or not touch? tahor. We can call him tahor, meaning he's smart enough that we're not going to say stam katan is a tameh. If he then we even give him teruma in the place where we crush the wheat because we know he's going to take care of it. And if he's not going to take care of it, then we'll send it home, let his parents feed it to him. And on that note, if this child knows how to shacht, he doesn't know the halachot, but he just knows how to shacht, he's going to make sure his knife is good. You're allowed to eat from mishchita. As long as an adult is standing on top of him, watching him, but he does not, doesn't take his time, doesn't do a shayyad, doesn't press too hard, just go, go back and forth the way he's supposed to. And on that note, if this child, it could even be a baby, it could eat a kazait of the five grains, then then we move away from his excrement or from his urine for amot before praying and as long as he could eat that grain within a time that you could eat half a loaf of bread something around four and a half minutes that's that it combines in that amount of time and the idea is once he could eat grain that's when it starts to smell. 
אדמר אבחייה ברד אל רב יבה ובגדול אף על פי שאינו יכול לאכול בכדי אכילת פרס אבל נקמס לגדול even if he can't eat כזית of grain within אכילת פרס in that four minutes whatever it is you still have to move away from his צועה and his מרגליים דכתיב ויוסיף דעת יוסיף מכאוב the more you know the more you smell that's the way she explains it יכול לאכול כזית צלי, if he could eat a כזית of roast, שוחטין עליו את הפסח, then יושך מהם קורבן פסח, you could add him part of the group שנאמר, איש לפי אוכלו, יושך לקורבן פסח for anyone who could eat it. רבי יהודה אומר, עד שיכול לברר אכילה, until he's able to figure out what's good food, what's not good food, for example, כיצד, נותנים לו צרור, וזורקו, if we give him a rock and he throws it, it goes, and if we give him a walnut, and he'll take it and he'll eat it. Then he knows the difference in food. Then you shakhs for him korban pesach. Adran alach lulav v'gazul. We just finished the third perek. We are now starting the fourth perek of Masachet Sukkah. The Mishnah starts, lulav ba'arava shisha v'shiv'a. The mitzvah of shaking the lulav and going around the mizbech with the arava is either six days or seven days. And the Gemara will explain how. Ha-halel ve-ha-simcha shemona. The halel and the partying, which is the meat and all the shelamim, is eight days. Sukkah ve-nisuch ha-maim shiv'a. Sitting in a sukkah has to be done for seven days. And pouring water in the morning by the morning tamid is done for seven days. Ha-halil, simchat beta sho'eva, the partying that goes on at night, since it involves musical instruments, it is only nohag on Holomoid, non Yom Tov, non Shabbat. Therefore, it's a possibility of either Hamisha or Shisha. It's a possible of five or six days. Lulav Shiva Ketzad. How is Lulav for seven days? If Yom Tov Arishon Shil Hag Shehaliot Be Shabbat, if the first day of the holiday happens to be on Shabbat, then Lulav Shiva. Then it's seven days of Lulav because in the Beta Mikdash there was no Gezerah not to shake the Lulav. On Shabbat, therefore, there's a possibility of seven days of lulav. But if it fell out on any other day of the week, that means Shabbat would fall out on Cholamu'ed, then Shisha, then it would only be for six days. How is it possible that there's seven days of Aravot in the Beit HaMikdash? If Hoshana Rabbah happens to fall out on Shabbat, then Araba Shiva, then there's seven days of Shiva, of Arava going around the Mizbeah. But if it came out any other day of the week, then it's Shisha for six days. Mitzvat Lulav Ketzad. How would they shake to love even on Shabbat in the Beit HaMikdash? Yom Tov Arishon Shel Hag, Shehalil B'Shabbat. If the first day of Sukkot happens to fall out on Shabbat, and you're not allowed to carry from one place to another, Molichin et Lulavim Harabait. So Erev the holiday, Erev Shabbat, they would bring their Lulavim to Har Habay, to the Beit HaMikdash, ve'chazanin mekabalin mehen, and the shamashim over there, the people who help out over there by the Beit HaMikdash area would accept the lulav from them, ve'sodrin otan al-gabay they would put it on a bench or a table of some sort, ve'azekenim manichin et shalem balishka, and the elderly, they would put their lulavim in a chamber, in an office, in a, somewhere in Har Habay, because they were scared that they would be trampled the next day. Umlamdinotan and Betin over there teaches everyone to say Lomar to say Kol Shemagia Lulavi Leado Hareu Lobematana. 
anyone who picks up my lulav and etrog, it's his as a present. Because remember, you're not allowed to use a borrowed or a stolen lulav on the, the holiday. So therefore, you're, anyone who's putting their lulav etrog over there is mafkirit. And there, and uh, you just pick up someone else's the next day. Le mahar, mashkimin, ubain. The next day, everyone, first day of the holiday, everyone comes early. And the people working over there, the shamashim, they would throw the lulavim in front of everyone. And everyone would uh, beat each other up. When Betin saw it, this is becoming dangerous. They were metaken that everyone shakes to love, do the mitzvah at home, and then come to the Beit HaMikdash. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.